Never change, yeah. just tell them why we came Yo, the mission's still the same since we started on this quest To make a giant wave and be regarded as the best Son and Jess put Northeast on the rap map And we got the newspaper articles to back that Used to live with the gunshots and sirens are heard Now we in the cookie cutter house, quiet in the burbs When the fire hit the herb and my vibes undisturbed I look up to the sky, watch the stars and observe My life is lit since I kicked alcohol to the curb And my relationship with God sends a calm to my nerves Trying to stay away from where the chaos and the drama lives And elevate my mind to a higher state of consciousness You know limit like my current data plan Now I got a data plan to make another couple grand Used to call me mad son when I was younger man Now the kids all know me as bump opera on the grand They call me grumpy old gramps but I move with a heart of gold When confronted with darkness I start to glow My light beams with an electrifying aura Bright enough to leave the darkest demons scattering in horror Stars light the whole sky on the dark But on a minor scale And you can feel every line Like it was scribed in braille Trying to reach new heights Despite my fear of flying Gotta keep trying Even the times I'm terrified to fail Evil doesn't wanna see you prevail So you gotta brawl with all your might And fight tooth and nail Life is full of setbacks And I accept them all There's a lesson in every law So I respect the fall Time gon' reveal who the goats be Sitting at the table now with lions and OGs Went from scraping crumbs to enjoying the whole feast We're sitting courtside no longer up in them nosebleeds I'm here to redefine your perception of 40 Kid, I'm in my prime, I know you're loving this low-key Married to the music, never once got cold feet Thought the game was over, now we headed to OT Light up in that light, light up, light up, light up in that spot Light up in that light, light up, light up, light up in that
it's Pastor Randy here with Made Free Church. Thank you for joining us for um, Christmas uh, church service, you know, online. Um, you know, just a, a recap of, you know, we've been in the, the Gospel of Luke series. Uh, we just started that. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a, a huge blessing to be there, you know, getting back to basics and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I just, uh, I wanted to just come on and give a little bit of a, a sermon on what is Christmas all about? You know, um, a lot of people, you know, it, it's, it's about family. It's about, you know, getting presents, you know, um, you know, I heard something that, uh, John MacArthur said, uh, I won't repeat it, but you know, it, it's, it's about you know, Santa and, and stuff and, and like that. And I'm not against Christmas. I believe in Christmas. I enjoy it. It's one of my favorite holidays. And um, so it, it's, but it, 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 he was talking about, you know, about, you know, the, 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 the Christmas song, you know, uh, you know, you know, Santa sees all, he, he knows all, don't get on his naughty list and stuff like that. And, and, uh, you know, Christmas is, has been about, you know, um, it's it's a multi-billion-dollar business. You know what I mean. But we have forgotten what Christmas is all about. And I just wanted to get on real quick, and um, you know, kind of share, you know, what Christmas is all about. And I, you know, um, if you guys, you know, are on YouTube and Facebook, and you guys want to comment, please comment, um, and I will see those. Um, but uh, one quick announcement. If you guys need prayer, please go to madefreechurch.org, um, you know, and tap on the prayer request tab uh, there that's on the website and fill the little uh, box out and we will send that out to our team and our team of pastors and we'll be praying over those. So if you guys need prayer, we believe in the essentials and we believe in the power of prayer, right? So let's get into this. Uh, Heavenly Father, let's get into prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. And we thank you that we get to celebrate your birth today. And uh, even though a lot of people think it's pagan, Lord, we just want to say thank you, you know, for coming. Thank you for our salvation. Thank you for all that you've done in our lives, God. We love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, so what is Christmas all about? You know, several years ago, RBC Ministries, it's the producers of Our Daily Bread, published a track titled, What is Christmas All About? And I would like to share that with you this morning. In the First World War began in August of 1914, and it was a brutal, bloody, four-year-long war that affected millions of people, right? Uh, the the, the embattled sides settled into two systems uh, of trench warfare based on attrition where the last man standing won, right? Well, a well-known story is told about that on Christmas Day of 1914, a soldier popped his head up over the top of his trench, looked across uh, no man's land, and rather throw a few hanger names across the field of death he instead tossed a couple tins of corned beef into his enemy's trench. And knowing that both sides were at war, lacked most of the basic essentials, and were nearly always hungry, within a minute or so, 
a, a dull thud sounded in the soil next to him. What was it? What, what was it? A, was, there, was it a grenade? Right? No, it was an arrival of a packet of coffee and candy. Cautiously, men emerged from the relative safety of their mud coffins. Within a short while, jokes were being translated from German into English and vice versa. And food was pulled together for a Christmas dinner. Cards appeared on makeshift tables. And finally, a game of soccer broke out between the two warring armies. Amid shouts of delight and good humor rivalry, the day ended with handshakes, smiled, even prayers for one another. On December 26th, the commanders on both sides outlaw any repetition of this event under pain of death. And the slaughter began in earnest. And the, the ray of hope disappeared, but most of the participants would be dead within a year. This remarkable episode in military history is a marvelous story of kindness and goodwill in a terrible situation. But why did this happen? Why on Christmas Day? Does this, does this story tell us all we need to know? Are we, are our, our, our hope in the midst of darkness and triumph of the human spirit the sum of total of the meaning of Christmas. And today, where does that view of Christmas fit with presents, Christmas trees, you know, feasting, you know, even terrorism and depression and old movies and so on. So this morning, I would like to answer those questions. What is Christmas all about? First, we have different views. If you were to ask people about the meaning of Christmas, many would sum it up in similar ways of the story above. Christmas is about being kind and caring, about doing good and looking out for each other, and about setting aside our differences for a while. The Bible, however, describes the meaning of Christmas entirely in a different way. It tells the story of Jesus coming into the world. Christians is Christmas is the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. When Jesus was born, the event was announced at this time, peace on earth, goodwill to men, which sounds like a message of, the, uh, of, of those trenches, right? So how does the two ideas of peace and goodwill meet? What relevance, if any, do they have for us today? To begin with, Peace and goodwill are the hallmarks of friendship. But friendships is a relationship. Right? And and when when, when friends have been, have a falling out, that re, that relationship is broken. What once was a relationship of trust can now be a become a relationship of hostility. Formerly friends, but now two sides are at war. They're enemies. How could that broken relationship be restored? You know, in the case of World War, uh, uh, the First World War, you know, one side was the aggressor and the other side was convinced them by means of force that what they had done was wrong and was must not be repeated. You know, the aggressors, of course, believed that they had a right to pursue their own interests. The result is a deadlock. And the war continued until one side finally surrendered and peace was restored. 
That piece, however, lasted 20 years before the whole thing started again. Why? Well, to put it simply, the relationship had not been put back to what it had once been. All that had happened was one side managed to subdue the other for 20 years. Nothing had really changed at the root of the issue, so relationships remain broken. And this reflects the reality at the deepest part of our being. People, and let's be brutally honest, are deeply selfish and therefore want the best for themselves first and foremost. With this default position, the pursuit of self-interest will be inevitably result in conflict. It will always produce a cycle of conflict, continually felt fed by selfish ambition. The Bible tells us that long before the birth of, of, of Jesus Christ, this selfishness first showed itself when Adam and Eve, the first people, decided to disobey God who had created them and go it alone. Their strong desire to live on their own terms broke the relationship with God and in the words of the Bible, they died and this this was not an immediate physical death but inedible certainly of death brought on by time decay and the effects of wrongdoing which the bible calls sin so having been made in god's image and destined to enjoy friendship with god forever adam and eve <coughs> through selfish rebellion suddenly became dying creatures the human race was now destined to suffer the effects of being outside the constant protection and friendship of our Creator. And additionally, since God had given Adam Eve authority over the, uh, over the earth, their poor decisions affected their own personal lives, their descendants, and the world itself. Today, the same kind of choices that ruined the, the, their perfect relationships with God so long continues to be repeated by all of us in our own ways with similarly destructive consequences. You know, at this point, you might think that, you know, since it was we who severed friendships with God, that it must surely be our job to make things right, to make amends. We expect this in our day-to-day -day life, the one at fault must put things right but we have a dilemma we are we are flawed creatures right so how can flawed creatures like us with our own selfish desires possibly put things right with an infinite creator god how can mere mortals repair all of the things that we have done to cause that broken uh, that, that relationship to be broken it's impossible now we enter Christmas where Jesus arrives right more precisely enter Jesus at Christmas time Christmas is the beginning of God's answer to this problem God knows that we cannot make peace with him no matter how hard we try put it another way the only way to restore friendship is to make it as if it had never been broken in the first place. Again, this is impossible for us to accomplish. 
So God sent his son to do the job and said, in a, in, in a familiar Christmas story, angels appeared to the shepherds on the night of Jesus' birth and declared, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Now, th th this was not the peace that end, that ends all wars between nation and, and individuals. It's a peace that means that people and God no longer need to separate from each other. It is an offer of true peace that lasts forever. God has offered the solution to our human problem, to our sin, because we can never fix it ourselves. Jesus entering the world is like the first expression of love, concern, compassion sent from that muddy trench on Christmas Day in 1914. But Jesus even went further. By entering this world as a helpless baby, Jesus, God's son, stepped into a messed up world to give everyone the chance to get right with God. To get back into a relationship that was broken when people decided to go it alone. Rather than having us try to claw our way back into, Jesus, into God's favor, God freely offered the way back by stepping down to our level in order to lift us back up to him to himself excuse me the arrival of jesus into the world brought with his plan to live a perfect life on earth to show us the way back to god the father and ultimately to die in order to pay the price for all of our sin selflessness and pride and wrongdoing he made the way for the trenches of our failure to be wiped away for all of those who were dying to live again forever. That is what Christmas, this, that's, that is what Christians celebrate at Christmas. The arrival of real peace on earth and goodwill to, to God, of God himself towards the people that was by its own deliberate choice, his enemy. The arrival of Jesus showed us that God loves us and made a way for us to get right again and live forever with him. For a Christian, it goes much further than festivals, meals, sharing uh, presents, and, and, and hoping against, against hope for the world that will somehow be a better place next year. On Christmas Day, in 1914 someone whose name has been lost in history decided to make the first move that unknown soldier act to restore relationships horribly blo bloody and broken by the trauma of the first world war others followed his example friendships and affections reigned for one day and it was more than most had believed possible for christians the true medium of Christian is that Jesus stepped down from glory from the glory of heaven to become man, endured all that living in the mud of the and trenches of this broken world through uh, through Adam, and then pay the price of all the things that we have ever done wrong. The difference is his decision 
and that soldier in the trenches is that Jesus solution lasts forever not merely a single day the true message of Christmas is that Jesus came to save people from their sins and all those who put their trust in him can be put right with God we can enjoy living meaningful and vibrant friendship with him and eventually accumulating in everlasting life with him in heaven now that is a gift to be celebrated don't you think you know a lot of us we sit back and you know we we do the the thing of you know putting up christmas trees and all that stuff and that's great but i think our society has lost the real meaning of christmas christmas is not just about giving presents and and forgiving and and all that stuff christmas is about the birth of christ and we need to get back to that guys our world is so so enamored with all these sins and pornography and you know uh uh you know let's let's you know transsexuals reading day with kids and you know let's you know uh, climate change i'm not saying climate change is not a big deal because it's i mean our climate changes every day so it's really not that big of a deal but people want to make it and then in this idea of a new a new world order a one world government a one world religion guys we are in the last days you know i see a lot of stuff on TikTok where you know the the false messiahs you know have come up and all these guys are, are talking about this one guy in, in 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 israel who's he was a kid and and you know he's he's memorized the torah now they're saying that he's done you know miracles and all this stuff guys if you guys are not seeing this and if your guys not seeing what isaiah i think it's isaiah 3 says that when good will be called evil and evil will be called good we're in that time we're in that time where we celebrate christmas not with the thought of jesus coming but the thought of you know hey you know, I want to love you for one day. You know, that love should be, as Christians, as men and women of God, should be an everyday thing. Your loyalty and your love and your compassion towards others should be there. You know, and it doesn't matter how many relationships have been broken. It, 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 do you forgive that person in your heart? You know, we have a heart condition, guys. We don't have anything else but that. Our sin and our blasphemous towards God, we see daily. And we need to get back to basics, guys. We need to get back to the reality of what it means to live out your Christian walk. Anyway, guys, I, I, you know, I just wanted to get on here and just love on you guys a little bit and I, I know most of you guys are doing christmas and and you know stuff like that and uh you know love your families but love love a homeless guy love a drug addict love an alcoholic love somebody 
that doesn't know the love of Christ or loves somebody who is in their sin because they don't know how to get out, like an alcoholic or drug addict or somebody that's addicted to pornography or somebody that's having an affair. Love on them. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't have the love of Christ because they don't know how to get to him. Because the church is so broken that, you know, just say a little prayer and you'll be saved. Where's that in the Bible? It's not. But showing the love to an alcoholic, to a drug addict, to, to somebody that really doesn't know how to get back to Christ, somebody that's addicted to pornography or whatever, right? We need to get back to basics, guys. We need to get back to show the real love of Christ, to show that the love of Christ is within us and to show those people, people like me and you, people like the richest man in the world, Elon Musk, they're saying, right? He needs to see the love of God. It's not about a political party or where you stand. It's about, are you living out your Christian life? Are you celebrating the birth of Jesus today? Is that your first and for, foremost thought? Anyway. Guys, thank you for being here. You know, uh, thank you for, for watching. You know, I didn't want to make this a long one because it's Christmas. Um, but I'll be back, you know, Wednesday night to do uh, our normal Bible study in the book of Luke. And I just want to say thank you for being here. You know, you guys are what makes this, um, you know, happen, right? So if you guys could share this video and stuff like that, you know, that would be awesome. You know, share it on Facebook, YouTube, or whatever. You know, um, let's get let's get the let's get the the gospel message to as many people as we can, right? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this time. And we just ask, Lord, for your blessings today. Let us have a, a life filled with love and joy and not of, of anything else but that, Lord. And, and let us think of others more than ourselves, Lord, as you did. Let us be shining as examples and ambassadors of you. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys have a great day. God bless you.